welcome into this week's edition of the Mostly Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Chapman. Monday, December 20th is the record date. The Magic is supposed to be playing tonight, and uh, they're not. The game postponed due to health and safety protocols within the Magic roster. So next time we'll see these guys on the floor will be Wednesday night in Atlanta. And that is where my guest for the program this evening is Hassani Gravit. joins me from Atlanta um, at the Magic's team hotel as they await uh, the Hawks on Wednesday night. Orlando Magic guard and NBA guard Hassani Gravit. How does that sound? That sound that sound pretty good, Hassani. <laughs> yes, sir. I love it. Take me back to I, I would imagine everybody who dreams of making the NBA has a um sort of plays it out in their mind and has a vision of what it's going to be like. And I can't imagine that anybody envisions what you what you went through and what uh you and your three teammates went through, and it wasn't everybody's NBA debut. Um, but can you just take me back to Friday and sort of the, the fire drill that ensued um, when, <laughs> when all the COVID protocol, the, the COVID test came back and all of a sudden it's, hey, we need four of you guys and we need you quick. Yeah, man. There's actually, it's funny that you said fire drill. That is how it felt actually. Uh, yeah. So I just remember uh, we got some texts and some calls from Tunji, Ashley and Trent. Um and basically, they were just like saying, you know, there's a, a COVID outbreak amongst, you know, the players on our affiliate team, whatever. And they were like, yeah, you're going to have an opportunity to maybe, you know, you know, go up and play. And it could be effective immediately. So uh, have a back, a bag packed uh, by two. So we're just chilling and uh, thinking like, OK, we got, you know, a couple hours to pack and, and be ready. But. It was like 20, 30 minutes after reading those texts and getting those calls that they were like, okay, we need to pack and get in the van right now. We need to get to <laughs> Amway Center and be ready for pregame and everything. And so we just, like, I literally called Ashley and I was like, man, can I get like 20, 30 more minutes? I was playing with my son and everything. <laughs> I didn't even have the bag fully packed because this is still like 11.45, maybe somewhere around that time. So... It was just crazy, man. And, and sure enough, uh, you know, me, me and the three other guys, we just grabbed all of our stuff uh, that was inside, I guess, and just threw it in our suitcase and hit the road. Uh, but yes, then it, it was just a dream come true, man. Uh, you know, I, as a kid, I always, my my, my goal and, and aspiration was always to make it to the league and, and to, to get on the NBA floor and play against the best competition. And uh, you know, playing against Miami was just unbelievable, man. Uh, words can't even describe how I felt, to be honest. You get your you get your feet wet on Friday night, and then you get a dub on Saturday. You're you're in the game, closing the ball game out. Uh, you played a great game. I thought all four of you guys played a great game on Saturday. Um, and really, like all things considered, I think all four of you guys have done a great job considering what you were thrown into. And I want to talk about that in a minute because I think that has a lot to do with the way things are run down in Lakeland um, and the partnership between Orlando sure. and Lakeland. Um, but, but, but what was Saturday night? Like, I mean, we're, we're all sitting here, you know, broadcasters, magic employees. We're like, we, we got to get this win. We need a win. I don't care if it's, if their mm -hmm. roster's decimated. Ours is too. We need this win. Um, right. And and you guys pulled it out. That was a, that was a fun ball game on Saturday. Yeah. And no, was a, it was a lot of back and forth that game. And, uh, you know, credit to their team. They did a, a good job trying to execute their game plan, but, uh, we were able to, you know, hit more shots and, and get more stops at the end of the day to give us the win. So it, it felt real good, uh, you know, to get my first NBA win. And like you said, 
Uh, I just want to say that, you know, Joe definitely does a great job of making sure that he shows us the the movement that our organization wants us to to play in the, in the, in the flow of the game. Um, so it helps us, you know, envision the spots that we need to be in. Um, so coming up and, and playing with these guys, we don't, it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't feel uncomfortable. It, right. it feels very comfortable for us. You know what I mean? Uh, and especially, you know, guys like me and BJ and Sko who have already had some experience uh, as professionals. Um, yeah, I would think that would help. Uh, I mean, you guys are basically the bench group together, right? It's like the Orlando Magic starting the game and then the Lakeland Magic coming off the bench. Um, but but what, can you speak to that a little bit? Like what what Coach Bear does, what Tunji does, and 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 what it is that makes it so comfortable? Like, it, it, I'm not sure if it's just a playbook or if it's a style and a system or a culture. Is it all of the above? What What made it so easy for you guys to slide in? Honestly, I would say it is all of the above, but ultimately the culture for sure. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, it was set in stone early when, you know, back when Stan was the coach and, you know, just ever since then, it's just trickled down from like a domino effect from person to person, uh, building the the rich culture that we have uh, in Lakeland and in Orlando. Uh, and it's just, it feels like a family. So it, that let alone already feels comfortable, you know what I mean? But yeah on the court as well. Um, I think everybody is, for the most part, trying to compliment each other. You know what I mean? Not out for themselves. So it makes it easy to play with guys and you just enjoy yourself every every single moment. Do you have a sense of what, what the Lakeland Magic operation organization is like compared to some other G League franchises? Um, um, and I I've never that, really... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I ask you that because... Um, it seems to me that that the Lakeland Magic are a forward thinking and I think a bit more professional of a G League franchise than others that I've dealt with in my career. Um, and that's and I'm not going to mention any names, um, but like the fact that you guys are are this close to Orlando. Right. So you're able to get in the van and make it to the game that night. I think that obviously helps. But there yeah. is a lot of work that people in the Magic organization do for Lakeland and with Lakeland. And the partnership is strong into the business operation. And so to me, I think you guys are better suited to slide into an NBA franchise and not feel like, you know, oh, oh my goodness, what's going on? Um, because the Lakeland Magic are about as close as it gets to an NBA franchise in, in the G League. Does that make sense? Yeah, most definitely. Uh, I mean, I haven't really spoken with many other people uh, and how, you know, greater, greater, bad, they're, you know, they, they like their organization. Um, but all I can say is that, you know, Lakeland and Orlando, every moment I've been here, they've set a, a very well precedent for, you know, any other team that I may, you know, play on in the future. Um, yeah. And that's, that's all I can say to that. Yeah. Um, I want to, I've got your Wikipedia page open. Everybody has a Wikipedia page. It's not, um, <laughs> it's, it, 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 it's not too hard to go through and read through somebody's history, but I like to hear somebody sort of tell their story. Will you just kind of give a little bio? Uh, you don't, you know, it doesn't need to be the whole podcast, but um, just wh where are you from? Where'd you go to school and what brought you to Friday afternoon in Lakeland, Florida? Uh, I mean, how far back do you want me to go? High school or? Yeah, just go, uh, 
Just go quick. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in Douglasville, Georgia, uh, like Villa Rica, Douglasville, Georgia area. I mm-hmm. uh, went to Alexander High School. Um, from there, I went to Hargrave for a, for a little while and left there early before the season and went ahead and started college. Went to the University of Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, I got there around like December, January. Uh, so I decided to redshirt um, so, and just work on my game as if I was, you know, re- doing a reclass year anyways. And uh, from there, I left and I went to a junior college in Pensacola, uh, Pensacola State College. And then I got recruited by Frank uh, and went to South Carolina for the last three years. Uh, and from there. Real fast. Uh, what did Pensacola yeah. State mean to you? What was that experience like? Man, it meant the world to me. It's, yeah. it's crazy because, you know, when I realized that my path was going to be a JUCO route at first, it, it didn't interest me. Um, it wasn't until I heard, you know, a story of somebody that was, you know, was from the same area as me, Jay Crowder, uh, and heard his journey, uh, which, you know, very, very so similar. Hmm. Um, it wasn't to hearing guys like that who, you know, continue to persevere through anything and make their way to the league uh, that I kind of died, like, you know, was able to dial in and and make the most of that opportunity. But I think that the opportunity that I had there, uh, it just meant the most to me because, man, Coach Penn is (laughs) my favorite coach ever. Uh, The love that he shows you on and off the court was just amazing. And and that's my guy. Uh, So, you had to have been in kind of a fragile, fragile mind space at that point in your career, right? You know, sort of questioning oh, yourself. Sure. I, would imagine, yeah, right? I mean, and, and yeah, and I mean, it, there's never, I, w- I don't want to say there's ever been doubt, but the, you know, sometimes you, you do, like you said, your, your mental is fragile. And that's why I, ha- I have great people in my corner, mm. uh, whether it be my parents or my siblings or anybody else who supports me. Um, I do have great support in it and it, and it helped me along my path. Um, but I think that throughout that path as well, I've always had a chip on my shoulder because um, I've never, I grew up playing every sport and I didn't really get into like the AAUs and stuff so much until, you know, really like at a later age. Really? Uh, yeah. So I never really had the publicity that I feel like others were able to, to have coming up whether it be you know having videos and all this footage and stuff um so yeah man I just really just grinded and uh it, it feels good to have you know a lot of that hard work that I put in the gym and you know time that nobody you know knew that I was in in the gym still is it, paying off you know what I mean so all right I'm gonna do another quick aside and then we're gonna get back to uh, to the journey um, what was your, what was your second best sport? Uh, so actually coming up, I was really better at soccer, but I didn't love soccer. I loved basketball, Yeah. but my second favorite sport to play was football. Got it. Got it. And I mean, it was a big storyline with Jalen, obviously, like, do you feel 
having played football and how it helps you on the floor, even still, especially probably oh, maybe at this level, I would think. You, I mean, you're going up against some tough customers here. Oh, man, yeah, for sure. I, I think that playing any sport, such as soccer and football and, you know, baseball and all that stuff, helps with your proprioception on the court, and it helps you with your movements and, you know, reading plays and anticipating what somebody, you know, a move they may do or a movement that they may be trying to get to to get to a certain area on the court and stuff like that. So I, I definitely think that my background in playing all those sports helped me to this day. I couldn't agree more. First of all, proprioception, that's the biggest word that's ever been used in this podcast. So congratulations on that. <laughs> uh, but I couldn't agree more. I hate the specialization that we do with kids these days. I mean, God, first off, it's more fun to play different sports. You get burnt out if you play one sport year round. And second of all, I mean, ask Bill Belichick. He loves athletes who played multiple sports because of exactly what you just said. You end up a more well-rounded athlete, your hand-eye coordination and, and different sort of uh, elements of athleticism you pick up elsewhere. Um, all right. So uh, we are at South Carolina. Coach Martin brings you in uh, yep. sophomore season. It's a final four run. I'm sure everything's going good at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So from, from there, it was, I mean, I, I, uh, the next year we lost a lot of seniors. So uh, I started out, as the point guard, and um, I was doing very well to start of the season, and then that's when I started having some really bad ankle problems, and and hurt hurt my ankles left and right, and it just seemed like you know I would I'm a tough minded person, so I would try to get back to playing as quick as possible. Um, sometimes maybe it wasn't the best decision, you know what I mean? But <laughs> in the back of my mind, I want to play, and you know, too, I want to be able to put stuff on film so that I can show people uh you know what I mean that I can play and I right. and I you know do deserve to play at the highest level you know at some point in my life so and that's like a that's like a double-edged sword because you're right you're you're going out there to prove how tough you are and to, and to put some tape out there and you're not at your best exactly so you got to find other ways to impact the game which is why which is what is, is something about my game that I that I love the most is that if I'm not doing one thing on the court, then I feel like there's other things that I can do to contribute to help my team get get wins. And so with with my ankle being so hurt, I didn't have my explosion that I have going to the rim and to the bat. You know what I'm saying? Get getting in the paint as much. So I had to rely on my threes and or and assisting. Either way it goes, you know what I'm saying? Facilitating and threes mostly. Yep. And so that's that was kind of like, you know, and also the just the system that, you know, at South Carolina, Frank had us run in uh, it, that that was just was it was better for my game to, to stick to those kind of things. Uh, and with me doing that, I think it kind of made a lot of people think that I was more of a, a shooting guard. Um, so huh. that's why my senior year seemed like, you know, and maybe maybe in playing with Frank because he does play like a a two you know versatile point guard like you know two combo guards kind of right. thing it it just it just fit better for me to play that there as well um but i think that coming out of college some people looked at it like you know maybe an undersized two if you want to you know if you want to say um even though the game's more positionless now but exactly so this whole you know after leaving college um uh, I just, you know, focused on trying to, like I said, I had a point to prove. Um, I had a point to prove in showing people my athleticism and showing, you know, 
that I, you know, my movement got better and everything because I was, I, my, my ankles had got healthier. Um, you know, thank God I'm healthy now. Uh, but yeah, I was trying to show everybody that I can be a point guard. And I think that's been my biggest obstacle to face in many people's eyes is uh, because I can't create space and get my own shot and I can't shoot the ball really well was it, it was, Oh, can, what well, can he facilitate? Can he, create for others you know what I mean yep and growing up that was always I was actually I came up being more of a facilitator than a scorer it wasn't until later in high school that uh I really you know tapped into my scoring bag and, and show people that oh I can you know get to my spots whenever I want you know what I mean but yeah I mean, I'm sure that versatility and that um <clears throat> that ability to to sort of just fill in the gaps of whatever that specific team needs um that has to look mm -hmm. good to coaches I'm oh yeah sure that had a i'm sure that had a, a, a large uh, part to do with why you were signed by the magic which was in yeah. august of 2019 right so you're coming out uh you go to the combine you work out for the Cavs and the hornets and yep. what was it like when you got the phone call at that point was that one of those big moments uh when I got the phone call from, from Orlando. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I was actually – I remember like it was yesterday. I was actually working out, uh, pumping weights, man. And I look over on my phone. I see Anthony Parker calling me and, you know, letting me know the whole ordeal. And that was the beginning of my professional career right there. And, Does it get uh, any better than AP? Is, is there anybody better dude, than Anthony Parker? There's not. I can't, I can't say there is. Man, I love that man to death. He's just – He's always great energy. He's high spirited. He's loving. He's he cares for you. You know what I'm saying? He's just a real genuine guy. Man. He's a good dude. He's a good dude. All right. So how how do we end up in Macedonia? Okay. So yeah. <laughs> so uh, so I come to Lakeland. Have a pretty good season. We're we're you know we're moving with a head of steam going into playoffs, and then boom, the can the season gets canceled because yeah. of the COVID. Um. And a lot of people didn't know because uh, I kept it on the low. It was my it was my first year as a pro, and I didn't want, you know, outside pressures from, you know, family members and just whoever need me. You know what I'm saying? I, but I was have uh, I was actually gonna have a baby, and uh, so I, I had a baby the summer uh, from the start of COVID. So he was born in June, but the the season was canceled around like March or something like that. Okay. But yeah, man, he, you know, he was born and I just, I looked at my situation. I, you know, made calls and tried to figure out what's going on with the world, what's going on with, you know, the NBA, what, you know, what are the plans? And it just didn't, it, it didn't really look like they were going to have a G League season at this point. You know what I'm saying? That's what, that was the word that I was hearing. Sure. And so I was like, well, I don't have time to sit back and, you know, here if you're going to do it or not I, you know what I mean so I need to go ahead and start my career overseas you know what I'm saying if I ever choose to have that as a another pathway as well sure uh, so me and my agent you know we toyed around with talking to different teams and stuff and it, it just came out to be that Macedonia was just the the option that seemed like a, the proper fit at the moment uh, you know, just the way that they were going to plan on using me and everything. And 
So I was fortunate to be able to go there and play very well and come out with um, two championships. That's awesome. And, uh, <laughs> that is so awesome. And it's such yeah, a- it was it was a very humbling experience over there, man. It was, I mean, I, I I used to live in Europe as a kid and, and uh, I used to live in Italy for two years of my life. And then uh, like I used to have like summer stints with my mom in Germany. And so I was used to, you know, a huge culture oh, okay. change and different language and stuff like that. Yeah, you were Although ready they for speak it. Their, yeah, yeah. M- mentally, I was pretty prepared, I thought, <laughs> for for the culture stuff. And it wasn't so much the, the culture that that got the most of me. It was just being away and being seven hours different. You know what I mean? Uh, away. <laughs> just every, it just seemed like the world was... I don't know. It was just, I was on a different time. <laughs> well, especially during that time, Hassani. I mean, it was, you know, there were people who were living in the same house and felt like they were over all the way because one of them was quarantining or whatever, you know, like it's exactly. just been such a crazy two, three years. And I suppose it still is. Yeah. Um, and I, and, and, and if you, I always like to just go back to the fact that my, my son is the biggest blessing in my life. He, he helped me and changed me, but being, being that far away from him, Man, it was it, it hurt. It, it, it used to stab me in the heart every day that I couldn't hold my baby. You know what I mean? I can't imagine. And so it that I I, I was it, I mean, it wasn't easy, but I ended up turning that sadness of not being uh, in his presence into, you know, what I'm saying into I, I used it to fuel the fire to, to help me grind and to help me, you know, persevere through whatever obstacle would, would be thrown at me at this point and i'm like man i just need to and i don't i don't know if you know i ended up getting injured out there as well so <laughs> jeez yeah like i, I just put you through my the hand, i tweaked my hamstring and everything it was a rough experience and it, it was <laughs> it was hard because they they had so many covid protocols so it was hard to get like treatments and stuff like that like it was just a it was a rough experience but through all that like i said i came out with two championships and then Came back over here and, you know, spoke with AP and Tunes and talked about having another opportunity, another shot. Because uh, I left I left on, you know, good good terms with everybody. It was a wonderful experience. I'm sorry, my mother's calling me. Uh, <laughs> but, and now I'm here. And <laughs> like you said, just the other, I mean, just the other day, seems like a fire alarm went off and <laughs> scurrying out of, uh, our apartments to to come play in our first NBA games. That's wild. That is wild. And the the Macedonia thing is, it's. It, I really like this story because a it it very clearly made you a better basketball player. It probably made you a better father, right? Like you, the first thing you yeah. said when we when we jumped on was, um, or when you were talking about making the trip over on on Friday was can I get an extra half hour I'm playing with my son like it makes you, I'm just, right I'm sure it makes right. you it makes you savor and uh, appreciate every moment that you have oh, um man. because because you, you don't want to be thinking about Macedonia um and being a world apart well, all right uh last thing on Macedonia just because it, it's such a it's such a random country I guess it's the yeah, reason I'm so interested very, in it very. um what tell <laughs> well, me it's something funny that you say that because whenever my agent uh first told me you know, there's an opportunity in Macedonia. When I heard that, I was like, what? What is Macaronia? Like, <laughs> I had never heard of it, actually. It, it, I mean, people mentioned, oh, you know, it's next to Serbia and Greece. And, I, you know, I've heard of those places. But right. I'm like, okay. 
Well, let's did, give Macedonia a shot. See what it's, did, what it's about. For it. um, there's a Macedonia <laughs> in Ohio near where I'm from, uh, outside of Cleveland, and so that's why I've heard of it before. But it's um, it's nowhere near as ancient and historical as the Macedonia that you played in. What's something interesting about it? Something you miss about it? Something somebody might not know about Macedonia? Uh, somebody food? may not know that that is the home of Mother Teresa. Beautiful. That's exactly yeah. what I was going for. Hassani, delivery. Yeah, man, I'm dialed in. <laughs> now nice, nah, nice. I was, I, I actually, you know, like I said, like I, being very cultural because I've been to different places. You know, I I learned some things out there. I was able to, you know, halfway decently uh, communicate with people in their in their native language, nice and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, I mean, why not? You know what I mean? If you're going, if you're going to be somewhere else and stuff like that, why not adopt another culture to see? You know what I'm saying? How other people live and go about life. You know what I mean? But well, that's how it that, should be. That was something interesting. But the, I, I'll say what I missed the most is <laughs> the. So our arena was actually attached to a hotel. Uh, it's called Hotel Russia, and that's where I would eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner almost every day. <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely, I definitely roamed around and, and tried different places, of course, but like. Man, I'd say 90% of my eating was there. I mean, they had great food. And uh, I, I built a real good relationship with all the employees there. So that's probably what I missed the most. But but other than that, I'm, I'm very, let's just say I'm very happy to be home. <laughs> yeah, I would think. But no, I mean, you, you find when you're in Macedonia, you find something that you like to eat and then you probably eat it over and over again. That's what I would think. I mean. Yeah. I wouldn't be sort of messing around with, uh, oh, yeah, let's try all these different <laughs> native dishes. Um, I tried you, a couple. I tried know. a couple of them. I tried a couple of them near their near uh, their holidays. But, there you go. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Take a bite. To, you know. Stick to it. Yeah. Stick to Smile what I and know. Nod. Okay. Thank you. Here you go. You can have this. <laughs> Although I will say, I'm not a huge. I'm not some huge coffee drinker, but the coffee in Europe changed me because when i came back to america and i drink you know starbucks or coffee from chick-fil-a or dunkin donuts or something it's not it's nowhere near as good as the no, coffee they do it right over there I, they do yeah, a lot you. of stuff like that right they do chocolate rights they do um <laughs> there's a whole lot of things that we've never quite perfected um soccer is probably another another one <laughs> well actually you know in macedonia their uh, main sport is handball actually oh wow yeah they and they're, they're elite now they've <laughs> They won a play? lot of championships. Did I play? No, I definitely did not. I ain't. I'm, I didn't touch the handball. No, I don't straight. even fully understand the rules. I mean, it's isn't it loosely like basketball? Like you can it's, take two steps. It's different. I I never I never sat there and watched like a whole match to be able to know the rules to that game. Actually, yeah. But I didn't really. I don't know the. There's like a some type of substance on the ball that like makes the grip like like sticky. And right. I don't know. I'm not really interested in in throwing around, you know, the handball to people. It's, <laughs> a, it's a it's a strange looking sport. And then they all do the thing. They sort of jump like a guy from Dragon Ball Z. And like, <laughs> right when they shoot, it's uh, yeah, that's, that's all I know about it is team handball. <laughs> Every four years, I see one game during yeah. the Olympics or whatever. Um, I got two more things for you. One, will you just give me an update? Like, what the vibe is right now with the team. Obviously it's been a, a crazy 72 hours. Um, I'm sure, you know, and Admiral and um, Aline, 
uh, and BJ that you guys are, are getting more opportunities here. I mean, the health and safety protocols ain't going nowhere and you guys have 10 days um, for now to, uh, to go out and ball. How are you feeling about it? Yeah, well, like you said, for now, uh, yeah. I mean, there's definitely more room for opportunity to come. And, yes, sir. Uh, you know, we don't have to look at it like, oh, man, I mean, it's only a 10 day, uh, 10 days that we have to prove ourselves. You get a lot they, done they in can, 10 days, can, can't you? You can, you definitely can. But <laughs> just to just to even know that there could potentially be way more opportunities because of these, you know, different COVID outbreaks and stuff, you know, makes you feel even like, wow, like. You never know what what possibility, what the possibility of playing with, you know, this team or that team, you know, saying could be. Absolutely. Um, but I'm just taking it one day at a time, man. And uh, the vibe around here is very good, um, regardless of you know who's missing. Um, like I said, the coach around here is is very family oriented, and everybody on this team, you know, treats each other like their brother, and I love it. So we're looking forward to playing our next game on the 22nd. And going at the Hawks. Last thing, how often do you get Gravette? <laughs> Man, like daily? It's, yeah, it's a it's it's one of those things where, you know, I, I try to correct people all the time, but I just got to let my game. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just got to let it show for it. And somebody, somebody, someday is gonna figure out how to say it the right way. <laughs> Well, when you're on Sports Center and Scott Van Pelt is saying it the right way, then everybody also follows suit, right? I think man, I, I was I was loving it, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, my my, my dad definitely loved it as well. <laughs> I love it, uh, Hassani. Thanks so much for taking the time, man. I really appreciate it. I know y'all are busy. Um, it's been a pleasure watching you guys. It's been a great story. Uh, best of luck down the down the road, and hopefully we can do this again sometime. Yes, sir. Hit me up anytime, right. man. Yes, sir. It's a mostly magic podcast. And the Magic back in action, as Hassani made reference to, on Wednesday night in Atlanta. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> I'm not banking on just about anything these days uh, in pro sports, but I'm pretty sure we will see the Magic and the Hawks on Wednesday. Big thanks to Hassani Gravit. My name is Jake Chapman. We'll be back next week with another edition of the Mostly Magic Podcast. Till then, stay safe, everybody. <laughs>